0: 500 million people use Instagram stories every day and 50 million use TikTok. Do the math and stories connect consumers, but it's a conversation where your mobile app also needs a voice. I talk with Storyly, a company that allows brands to share their stories right into their apps. I'm your host as always, Peggy Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, senior Forbes writer, founder of Mobile Groove. Today, we're looking at storytelling. It is the must have ingredient in advertising. It's come full circle from the pastime or just having fun and telling a story to being essential. It is no longer just a marketing buzzword, particularly because people have always related to stories. We connect with them over Five hundred million people using Instagram Stories every day. Over fifty million using TikTok daily. The stories we tell on social media bring us together and they amplify our brand. So today we're going to be talking with Iram Ishik, head of marketing at Storyly. Love the name of your company, Iram. I have to say because <laughs> that's what it is. It's an SDK that allows brands to share their stories right into their apps. It's allowing brands to connect with users more effectively, and that's what we're gonna talk about. Now, I told you I love the name of your company, but, cause it says it all. If it's about storytelling, <laughs> it's Story Lee, right? But exactly. I'd like to understand a little bit more about your company and maybe, while you're at it, what is it about storytelling that you're doing that maybe people don't understand initially?
1: Well, first thing first about Storyly itself, it's actually um, it came from within the company itself. We consider ourselves as addicts of mobile growth. So we are um, trying to come up with products, services that would serve mobile marketers at every step of their journey. So Mm -hmm. Storyly came out from uh, some passionate discussions about how we can actually help mobile apps from the minute that a user embarks on a journey within an app because you know uh, it's even more costly to use a user than to acquire that user in the first place and retention rates are quite low when you compare it like 25 percent of people leave an app uh, after just one time uh, checking the app uh, at the first place and 97 percent actually never comes back after 30 days so that's why I mean the mobile marketers of today needs an instrument under their fingertips to enable a two-way dialogue a communication a channel that would establish this brand story in line with whatever the end user is expecting. So that's how Storyly was born, from the core of this exploratory, uh, let's say, initiatives that we're trying to come up with. And of course, it skyrocketed in just two-year time. So it was just an MVP project, and all of a sudden, we started to work with giant brands like Domino's, United Airlines, McDonald's. So as you said, Peggy, yourself, storytelling is something that all uh, brands are looking for ways to how can I say, establish their brands, strengthen their core. So that's why they were needing instruments. They were in need of instruments that would help them to go ahead and do that. So regarding storytelling and like, as you say, what we do, uh, how we consider it uh, as opposed to other people, I think maybe we can talk about the misconceptions uh, about storytelling. So that is the magic word, misconception. You just said it yourself. What
0: is the biggest misconception around storytelling?
1: I think uh, I can count two things, to be honest, Peggy. The first thing is how we underestimate how good storytelling can put your brand into the hearts and minds of your audience. So, I mean, I am a former brand marketer, so I worked in companies like Unilever, like Nestle for giant brands like Walls, Ice Cream, Lipton, Tea, Nescafe. So, I learned brand marketing from the brand storytelling at the core of the traditional brands, like where the storytelling was born from. This actually makes me quite passionate about the importance of having a unique brand story that your users, your customers, your audience, your end users however you would like to address your core consumers, et cetera, can associate with, relate with, find a piece of themselves in, like bond with. The main challenge I think resides in this underestimation is the difficulty of measuring the output of good storytelling. Because you know there's a debacle in the marketing world uh, short-term performance targets versus long-term brand uh, storytelling investment. It is quite tricky and difficult to measure the impact of a long-term storytelling, but I would certainly say with 100, 100% confidence, if you don't do that, your matrix in the short-term performance marketing would also suffer. So, I mean, it is hard to measure, but without it, you cannot address to memory metrics. You cannot address to the why in the mind of your consumer. And this also results in an underdeveloped K-factor, no WOM. So that's why in a nutshell, you have to have a storytelling at the core of your business. I think the second thing would be like, it is only for brands that I just counted, like offline brands, not digital brands. But I think that's also a misconception. If you have a mobile app, if you have a fully digital business, you still have to earn a place in the hearts of your consumers. Same thing goes for B2B brands. You still sell to a human being when you're selling your product, your service. So we also have to be good storytellers in the B2B environment to establish trustworthiness, credibility. So long story short, I think storytelling gives you the ability to create human connections. So without it, it's not possible to establish that level of uh, intimacy and relationship with your audience
0: and I like that very much we're all humans I mean that is at the yeah. core here exactly. and it's about engaging us getting our our ideas I remember an interview I did not too long ago with someone at a think tank at uh, I believe it was even the BBC and the whole idea was stories are really important because at night our brain stays up telling us stories and I thought that's right. Those are dreams. We, we see, we think in stories, we relate to stories. How about the stories that brands can tell? I mean, you don't have to help them. You have an SDK. It's a technology it's a service. You don't have to help them find the story. But how can you decide when an idea is one that could really nurture engagement for your app? Do you have any thoughts on that? You've seen them. You've seen probably a lot of them through all of your customers and all your case studies.
1: Yes, by the way, I love helping them with telling their brand stories. I have to say, (laughs) even though we're just, we are an SDK, we're technology, I really love engaging into how they establish their brand. So that's a personal, you know, um, personal hobby of mine, I would say.
0: They could come to you for both then, is that correct? Of course,
1: yes. I always say like, let's have a brainstorming session and we can just discuss about how you can establish your brand story. But anyways, coming back to your question... I think they have to know their audience first, Peggy. So it lies in the hearts and minds of their audience. It's crucial for them to, you know, understand what their audience want from the moment they embark in their app. So what are they looking for as an experience? Like I mentioned a couple of figures a minute ago, Like, I mean, it's quite difficult to retain that user in your app, so you need to understand them fully. And how you can do that is by engagement. So you need to establish a two-way dialogue with them. From day one, you need to get some customer feedback, insight. So you have to ask them questions, some polls, some trivias. So you need to get that insight from them to establish maybe even a personalized narrative for each of your users. In today's world, marketers are no longer doing mass marketing. It's quite personalized marketing. So they have to know who they serve and what they're looking for. And on top of that, they also need to know what they're not telling them. So they need to be able to read the signals, so what they when they come to their app at which state of mind so it shouldn't be demographic it shouldn't even be behavioral it should always about should be about motivational factors what motivates them to be part of their app journey i think once they have they can identify these key metrics key insights they can actually establish an authentic to they i mean authentic to their core uh, brand st- story so it's all about knowing your audience best mm-hmm.
0: it's also about not sort of Underestimating how amazing you can be. We think it needs to be the cool brands. You know, it's gotta be Coke, it has to be Nike. (laughs) They have the great stories. Lucky, lucky them. But then again, I recall, and I wanna hear it from you in your own words, but I recall reading about one where, hey, farmers are exciting. Farmers (laughs) have a great story to tell. Well, tell me about that one.
1: Of course. By the way, farmers can also be cool, right? Absolutely, I know
0: farmers, <laughs> it's, it, it's it's down to earth, it's it's definitely built-in comedy, you know, you've got exactly, yeah. animals and all the rest of it, you've got built-in TikTok right there, but what do you do with farmers?
1: <laughs> of course, I mean, to start with, not obviously all of our clients are D2C brands that appeal to masses, we also have niche uh, apps that appeal to quite niche audiences like Turkish farmers, for instance. The one that you're talking about is an app called Image, and it's an agritech app. So to contextualize it, um, agriculture is one of the most productive but least digitized fields in Turkey. And this also means the digital literacy of farmers are also low. So I mean, Image as an agritech platform, we're trying to find a way to, uh, try, trying to find a channel that they can engage with these farmers. And stories presented themselves as an obvious choice. I mean, the reason why, it's quite easy to engage with stories. I mean, even though we know maybe social media is mostly used by the newer generations, but we also know it exists in almost every platform right now, like WhatsApp, like Facebook, like Instagram. And obviously, anyone who has a smartphone who's on social media knows how to engage with a story. And that's why they, when they integrated Story into their app, they have seen phenomenal increase in the participation, in the engagement of the farmers that they were serving. So, I mean, for instance, I think the most striking thing that they have encountered was their costs were reduced because they had this system called Ask an Expert, and they were actually paying to these uh, outside experts some money, some um, budget, uh, spending some budget on these external experts for the questions coming from the farmers. But what they did was they transformed the frequently asked questions answers into education Story series, and they put those into stories, and then they renewed it every now and then by asking interactive questions to whether they have found it useful and whether they have new questions coming in the line with like open ended stickers and so on. And then what they have seen was there was quite some decrease in the costs of these external experts because the farmers were no longer asking questions to them, they were getting it directly from the stories that Image were posting. So through this, they actually increased the level of engagement the farmers were using the app, their monthly active users increased, their daily active users increased, the time spent in the app increased. So with such a small format change in the share of content, they have actually achieved the targets that they were willing to achieve in the first place.
0: I love that story. I want to go to some more stories, uh, but we do have to go to a short break first. Listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. And welcome back. I'm here with Iram Ishik. She is head of marketing at Storyly. Now, Iram, before the break, we were talking about all the great ways app marketers can tell their story. Um, but I just want to be clear on that. How, in technology terms, you're an SDK. Mm-hmm. You yourself, you're going to love to talk to them and brainstorm with them and say, hey, let's talk <laughs> about the story you're going to tell on your mobile app. But how does it all come together?
1: Of course, I mean... In brief, I can say it's quite an, quite an easy to integrate SDK. So what happens is we have seen apps going live in mere like hours or weeks. So it's quite easy to integrate and it's quite clear to be used because it has a platform. It has a um, CMS platform that the marketer can just log into and start creating their own stories. So you can, you have everything in one spot. So you have the tool that you can create your stories. You can create your stories from scratch by uploading your content, let it be an image, let it be a video, let it be a GIF at any format that you would like, or you can get it from your Instagram by um, integrating your Instagram account directly from the CMS uh, platform that we provide them with. Yeah, exactly. And let's say you're a retail company, you have your product feeds or Facebook product feeds or Google merchant feeds. You can, again, integrate your feeds and start creating stories automatically without a hassle. And again, when it comes to personalization, I assume a lot of apps are using personalization tools, personalization platforms like Braze, like Clevitap, like uh, Lean Plum. So you can also integrate that into Storyly for creating personalized journeys per your user And on top of that, you can also feed your uh, personalization engine with the data that you gather from Storyly. I mean, also you can create shoppable videos, put interactives onto your videos, make your experience a lot more uh, engaging. And also you can segment your users, you can show different user groups, different content as you wish. And I think something else that is really important for Marketing Lens is measurement. So you can also in real time monitor what's going on in your stories uh, from Storyly Analytics. This all happens in one single dashboard that you would have access to when you integrate the Storyly SDK. And as I say, the integration part takes just you grab the token, you have the code and you just start uh, building your own stories so it's quite um i would say a lot of marketers gave us feedback in terms of how it's easy to use we got i think the first badge that we got from GT was how easy to use it was so mm-hmm. i i'm quite confident to say you don't have to be fully digital savvy techie to be able to use Storyly. you can just come into the dashboard and start creating your stories just as you would do on instagram
0: And at a time when content is really king, I mean, every app marketer I'm speaking with, I'm saying, well, what are you going to do? How are you going to acquire users? How are you going to keep them in the funnel? And they're like, oh, we have blogs. We have content. We're showing videos. We're doing this, that, and the other. And if you can put that in the middle of all of the tech you're talking about, how I react to these stories also says a lot about me. It's almost as if it's like how I'm reacting to ads. You know how I react to ads, A-B testing, and then you figure out the ad that wins. And here I have a story. How I'm reacting to the story tells you a lot about how you can segment me, how many you can engage with me, what else you need to be giving me. And, and then just, again, keeping someone engaged, keeping them in the app, that's always the prize. What about the verticals that need to be keeping um, not just their users in the funnel, but keeping them truly engaged? Are there some... Industries or verticals that maybe have it easier in storytelling? Are there differences you can tell me about between Mm -hmm. some of them? Or should it all be approach it in basically the same way?
1: I would say every vertical can build their storytelling. uh, And I think it's a must have for every vertical, but it doesn't have to be the same, obviously. And it can come more naturally and more intuitively to some verticals who have, let's say, more enriched content, in their uh, content uh, pool, like for instance, retail or um, consumer brands or content apps or loyalty platforms, these are appealing to masses. So it is from the onboarding to loyalty, building a user journey for these apps can be more intuitive. And uh, from the lens of Storyly, we have seen great examples taking place, starting from onboarding to product discovery to... uh, um, first purchase and then to retain purchases and some customer feedback back and forth building that journey from the really, um experience itself but the thing is it does not mean that the other uh, let's say verticals like for instance the second the biggest uh vertical of story right now is finance peggy i mean it really attracted me for instance wow. because i always when i was not working here when i was working in as i say consumer brands finance mm-hmm. was never a territory that i would say fitting for storytelling But the thing is, they need it the most because their experience is most of the time quite similar to one another. So they need to find a differentiation point for themselves. So that's why they use Storyly to, you know, tell their users in an engaging way how they can benefit from their service, how they differentiate from the next e-wallet, from the next fintech app, from the next investment bank, etc. So again, it's a great tool for them in their hands. It's quite an easy one. So they just jump on it. And same goes for business, same goes for B2B brands. We have also, for instance, we are working with McDonald's right now, and it's for their B2C app. But this the uh, effect that they have seen on Storyly was so tremendous, they decided to integrate it for their internal B2B app. So for their employees, for their um, shops, etc., because they really have seen the value that it brought to them as a channel for communication, for storytelling, for establishing the narrative. So that's why I would say that I think every um, vertical, let it be B two B, B two C, requires necessitates necessitates storytelling. But of course, it changes based on their needs, ones of their end users. And going
0: back even to the farmers, I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so much out there. So much if you if you Google it and find how many. Analysts are talking about the money on the table that you leave if you're not turning your customer education into a story. Because Mm -hmm. you have an app, right? And you're always developing new features. You're evolving it. And if I don't understand it, I can't use them. So then it becomes customer education, how to use the app, Mm -hmm. becomes the story. And how are you going to make that entertaining? There's only so many times you can say, we have a new feature. You just have to (laughs) click here. Do that. Do that. No. Show it. Tell it. I totally get that, mm-hmm. but you know, a great story is also when people join in and sort of evolve it for themselves. How should marketers be building stories so that users really do become part of that conversation?
1: I think this is something that we really uh, emphasize in Storyly as well. One of the strengths of Storyly is the interactivity. Of the existing elements in the app world of today are one way Peggy so you just see it you either click on it or not or it's intrusive so when you're experiencing something all of a sudden something pops up on your screen but when it comes to having a story with like an for instance poll or then all of a sudden you have and you voluntarily click on it to be engaged with it so all of a sudden you are also quite prone to giving a response giving a reaction So I think uh, in today's hyper-connected world, you cannot have a one-way communication. So um, for instance, think about it uh, also from a psychological perspective. When you answer a question on a story on Instagram and same thing goes with Storyly, you immediately see whether it's the right answer or wrong, or you answer a poll, you immediately see where you sit in the community with the percentages. All of this, I think, brings in this two-way dialogue element uh, to the apps because now you feel like you're part of a community. I can give a great example to this, for instance, from a Turkish client of ours. So Dolap is the biggest marketplace in Turkey. And after starting to use story what they started to do was they started to ask their users, what's the next promotion that they would like to see in the app? Would Should it be a discount percentage or should it be an at, at added credit? And they leave it open for a couple of days. They put a countdown to it. So it's just one day left just come and answer and then they do it. So they give those users what they want and they have seen quite an increase in all like their daily active users, how much they have used that promo, etc. And of course the user satisfaction scores. So they feel like they're being hurt. They're part of the journey and they actually Mm -hmm. uh, manage the narrative themselves. So interactivity is certainly a key, as you mentioned, and brands should most certainly find ways to ensure that happening.
0: That's also such a simple thing to do, but so yeah, meaningful exactly. because then you are in control. You're saying, Look, I am listening to you here in real time. You can see it. You wanted a discount. Yes. Did you want something else? And, you know, people spoke and I have answered sort of thing. It's 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 so straightforward, so simple. And that comes to one of the pillars of this content in storytelling. Everyone says it. it has to be authentic. I don't know if I had a dollar now for every time I hear someone <laughs> saying, you need to be authentic with your audience. Absolutely. Because after, <laughs> let's face it, after a pandemic, uh, you know, we're, we just don't have patience with anything oh, less right. anymore. It has to be real. It has to be authentic. Um, but it's not that easy. How can marketers keep it real when they're telling their brand stories? You consult with them. Aaron, what do you tell them?
1: Uh, To be honest, I tell them to be honest, (laughs) the thing is, (laughs) I mean, um, I think the story, I I will again, uh, I, I feel like I'm in love with my own product, but I will talk about the concept of story itself, how it was born, even at the beginning of our own journey in Storyly, when we were thinking about a format that would like help marketers to tell their own stories. So, I mean, when you go back to the first snap that Snapchat, Snapchat users shared, and when you compare it with an Instagram post, for instance, how many hours like influencers used to spend to make that perfect light, to make it, you know, shine, perfectionize it as much as yeah. possible. And as opposed to a snap, like you did it like this, you just take it and share it. And then it's, you know, it's temporary. It's imperfect. It's personal it's casual so everything that's in the core in the dna of a story is quite authentic by nature so that's why i think brands also love this concept because it helps them to step out of those rigid guidelines of like brand books etc and make them authentic to their core because of its temporariness as i say i mean if for instance when i check our users our clients apps like when i check their stories i feel like if they were to Let's say change an element in their app, the design of an element, it would take them ages, probably like all of those, you know, approval flows, etc. But when it comes to something as temporary as a story, it can be quite spontaneous. It can be real time as we talk about it like it should be real time because we are living in the moment right now so when i come into an app i need to see something live it should give me the feeling that the second time i open it there will be something new for me still there it won't be the same experience that i would have so i think this story experience itself provides that notion so you know something new would be expecting you because of that FOMO effect like it would be expired at some point so i should just consume it it's something new in for me and it's casual it's authentic to its core so that's why i feel like this is something that brands can capitalize on and how they can become authentic but of course it should be across channel it shouldn't be only in their own app it should be on their social it should be on their other platforms offline online so it shouldn't be that glamorous more shiny and distant communication of yesterday's marketing but today it's all about being honest being authentic being imperfect and being real so i think this is the this these would be the things that i would um, give out to any app marketer that is listening to us today Perfect. Perfect.
0: And also very genuine, you know, yes, Aaron, yes. I really appreciate that. Just you're sharing how they should be honest and you've been very honest in sharing that. Last quick question. Um, our audience, they'll want to stay in touch, maybe find out more. What's the best way?
1: With me, With from you. Link- of course, absolutely, absolutely. Um, of you, uh, yes. with me from LinkedIn, with Storyly. Again, we have LinkedIn, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. Uh, We have a great website with great content, Storyly.io, and they can find us by typing Storyly to Google. They would find us quite easily. And myself, I would be on LinkedIn, so they can find me again by typing in my name. I would be happy to talk with anyone who would be interested. Perfect. Thanks so much. Thanks for sharing your story, literally,
0: and uh, (laughs) hope to have you back again soon. It was truly a delight, Iram. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Peggy. It was a pleasure and of course
0: if you want to keep up with me throughout the week find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor then you can email me peggy peggy at mobilegroove.com is where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services and of course all early episodes on amazon itunes stitcher spreaker spotify iheartradio And if you prefer video, well, hey, we've got you covered there as well because we've got this podcast in video powered by The Groove over on YouTube. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile. Let's make every minute count. Keep well, and we'll see you soon.